Happy Tuesday. Hey, everybody. Gosh, good morning. It's the 2nd of July, 2019. <clears throat> and like my father before me, it's my job to tell the date. So yes. how is everybody? It's a generation of blessing. <laughs> I hope everyone is having a lovely day as we're having here in Bixby, Oklahoma, where the sun keeps shining and it keeps getting hotter and hotter. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's we've had some scorcher days, that's no lie. We have. In <laughs> fact, I don't remember who I was talking to yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah, we, our waiter. He was telling us that he, he was working outside yesterday and he doesn't know how he's alive. <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and for those of you who are listening and are thinking, okay, we're out for August rush because it's really going to be hot. You know, the thing is, is June is actually a very warm month in Tulsa, mm -hmm. and it's supposed to be, like, brutally hot here. And um, so when it is, that's actually okay. Yeah, we're, we're just in covenant. Sometimes a very hot June will mean a 78-degree um, August. That's true. So you just, you know, we don't want to say something and, like, think, okay, well, right. we're toast. We're not yeah, toast. Yeah, we're grateful for where we are, and the heat is doing things that... We don't see, and that's good. We actually could be in, in better shape than ever. Right. So what a blessing we have in this <laughs> heat wave that we're in. Um, and the great thing is, is all of the people in this area have learned to turn their air conditioners down to deep freeze. Yeah. And so, like, there's a, it's a meat locker, and everywhere you go, because I mean, every place I've been, whether it's a restaurant which we went to last night, was yeah. totally freezing. And uh, we woke up this morning, and it's my fault. I turned the AC down really low, and we wake up, and it was an icebox in here. So here we are, freezing to death in our sweaty, hot summer. And um, it's a glorious time. Uh, week three of immersion? Week three of immersion, <clears throat> yeah. And um, that's going gloriously. Yeah, and I, I have to, I can't do a podcast without mentioning this. So over the weekend, when it was just scorching, we had two events that fire oh, coordinated, her. stewarded. They were going on at the same time. They were both community, you know, she's a community advocate. They were both going on um, in conjunction with each other. So one was, it was called the Green Corn Fest. So there were rides, you know, like carnival kind of things, and then booths. And so um, we had a booth with with just our lovely artisans. And um, so they were out there Thursday, Friday, and then all day Saturday. And then at the same time, we got to come alongside a church here um, that puts on a Freedom Fest. So it's fireworks, but there's other things that happen and so we got to support them and be part of that and so that was on Friday night also so she had setups and takedowns and oh my goodness and that girl just you know she was sending me pictures and videos and just so full of joy the whole time and just handled it with such grace and beauty and we got to just be out in our community meeting people and that kind of thing. So that was just as cool as it gets. <clears throat> yeah. One can argue that fire <clears throat> is our hero in a kind of bet midler wind beneath our wings kind of way. 
I mean, it's like, awesome. you know, you could almost sing it. It's like, wow. We will have her sing it. We, will that'd we? be awesome. We'll have well, she's tonight. got red hair, too. Yeah. But, so we've, we yeah. have like a podcast. So, But tonight's together. So right. we could get fired to sing I'll it I'll print together. the lyrics and we'll have her wow. sing it. And then we'll try to post it. That would be the coolest This is thing. actually not going to happen, but it's, it's not, fun to think but about. No, right, we're having a great time talking about <laughs> it. Because fire loves it when we have these moments without her, about her. In fact. Right, when we're really trying to celebrate her, and somehow we ended up there. But we are celebrating her. Yes, we are. Her, her heart for our community, and, and also her heart for the people among us who have such beauty that they release, getting to offer that to the community. So, yeah. Yes. Um, you know, this is, it's hilarious because, you know, it's a day of joy and, um, on a day of joy, I hate to be like, I don't want to say anything that's like a bummer, oh, you know? And so, gotcha. and so it's like, oh, there's a bummer, but there's a redemption to the bummer and the redemption of the bummer leads us to joy. Okay. So how about if we just walk that as a journey together? So, so you're going to pop the bubble. Right. But you're going to give a new bubble out. Or reinflate or something okay. along those lines. It's like fix a flat. <laughs> That's awesome. The fix a flat. Fix a flat. Of, of I just had to do that the other day. Is, did you? Is, yeah, Popsy's car. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, what a team. So, um, uh, anyway, it, it's just this um, scripture of the day that came out is, um, is like um, really connected some dots for some things that Pop has been saying. And so I'm just going to read it for. So again, this is, is horrifically, okay, prepare everyone. Here comes the bubble pop. So Jeremiah, <laughs> Jeremiah 17, verse nine, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Wow. So who can understand it? And then, but then Papa says, I, the Lord search the heart and test the mind and uh, to give us according to uh, the fruit of our choices. And so when you hear that, it's like, okay, so basically um, my heart is deceitful and it's sick. And so God's going to give me the fruit of my sick, deceitful heart. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's actually not what he's saying. He's actually saying is that, you know, our soul is the choice mechanism and our heart can drive what our soul chooses. Well, we are all born with divided hearts and which is what James is always, you know, on about is the divided heart. So half of us is, you know, deceitful and um, half of us, you know, is sick. But, but when we chose Jesus and we entered into covenant with God, we have that our heart is reborn, if you will. And so, yeah, there's still a sickness in there, but but by choosing by choosing papa he becomes the fountain that um renews our heart and renews our mind and and he becomes the source of all of that and so if you read the context of Jeremiah 17 it's all about the sin of Judah so obviously we we're, we're starting off on a real bad foot there and um <laughs> And then, but, but what he says in verse five is, is the difference between a person who trusts in man and makes flesh, whether it's my own flesh or another person's flesh, their strength versus, cause that's, that's when your heart turns away from the Lord, but, and you're a shrub in the desert, um, and you're not going to see any good. I mean, it's real bad. 
and uh, and you live in a parched place and uh, terrible. But blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is in the Lord, because he is a tree planted by water, that's verse um, 8, that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes. Well, what, where are we right now? In the middle of a heat wave. Yeah. And its leaves remain green in the heat wave. Come on, preacher. And is not anxious in the year of drought uh, because you don't stop producing fruit. See, so what Papa's actually saying in verse 10 when he says, I give... Uh, to every person according to the fruit of their deeds or the fruit of their choices is if we will choose to trust God in every moment of our lives that he takes our heart from deceitful sickness to flourishing green leaves and, and flourishing harvest of fruit in the worst of moments. And so our call of the day in the heat of uh, American summer, which of course it's winter in South Africa, so bless you. But for the rest <laughs> of us, it's like summer. And so um, the word of the day is our trust always in Papa. Let your roots grow into his stream. You know, it's not raining, but our roots can grow into his stream and receive everything we need to have green leaves and fruit, even in a drought. And it's not that it's a drought, it's that the world is the world, and we know what the world is, but we're full of joy because our roots are in his stream. And to that, I say, all right, let's reinflate that tire and roll on. <laughs> Do you feel that? Yeah, I can feel it, girl. I, yes, I feel it with you. I can feel it coming now. And that's funny about South Africa, because I was actually texting with Sparkle yesterday, Were you? and I was saying... I was just talking about fall, and finally she's like, you mean your fall? And I was like, oh, right. <laughs> I have to come out of my my bubble sometimes and go like, okay, it's not the same in everywhere in the world as it is right here. Water drains so, the other direction. Right, okay, right. right, got it. Yeah, yeah so um, we are, we're about to come into a new Hebrew month, mm. and... You know, so I'll start with this, that the the weather, the covenant, this is the covenant of the weather, which we always need to remember in summer, in Tammuz, is parched. So if we can just consider things parched and, you know, we add we add drinks where we can, <laughs> then, then we're good. Um, <clears throat> but Tammuz actually means heat. It's one of its meanings. Um, it means the heat that transforms. So this is transformational heat. This, you know, I always, when we had the tent, it would, it was interesting. And I'm sorry if this is anybody, but you know, when it got hot, things were coming out. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's know, true. We were seeing things in each other. We probably hadn't before. Heat <laughs> just, uh, reveals, you know, and that's Tammuz. That's when, um, Moses was hidden in the basket, so there was something to be revealed. It's meant to be treasure. But interestingly, Tammuz also, um, you know, these these names are the names they brought back from Babylon, but they're purposeful, and that's for a whole other day. But um, one of the things about Tammuz is it actually is the name of an idol, um, you know, and so it, it's kind of, Funny to say it sometimes, but it is the 
mystery hidden in it that matters because that's kind of what heat does. It reveals our idols, our idols of comfort and all those things. And so, so this is a really amazing time to let those things be revealed, melted down, so they're not what we're holding on to anymore. But that wasn't even my point. So <laughs> that wasn't even what I wanted to talk about. I really felt just a focus on the tribe of Tammuz, which is Reuben, mm-hmm. uh, because I came across a um, oral oral tradition story about him that just I was like, man. So so the name Reuben means to behold. Um, or a son that sees, but basically whatever is beheld when, you know, because you can't behold something not of God. You can look at it, you can, you know, all these things, but it has to be God to truly behold it, you know? And so the idea is that what you behold strengthens you because it's what's real and what's true. And that's why the idols need to melt in the heat, <laughs> along with us as we're sweating them out. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, so Reuben, that's his covenant. That's the covenant of this son. And and it's what he has. It's this inheritance that he has to pass on to, to his tribe. The son that sees one that beholds and is strengthened by what he sees. So... I came across this story, like I said, from oral tradition that during a season of wheat cutting, Reuben was in the fields and he noticed something among the wheat and it was jasmine and that he was kind of caught in contentment in this field, smelling the jasmine as it's, you know, as these fields are being cut and you've got the smell of Wheat, but he found the mystery. He found what was hidden in the moment he was in, and and it was just so that he that he knew how to behold a moment like that. And so, what other people may have seen as a weed, you know, because it just wasn't wheat, but it wasn't. It was this, uh, you know, this beautiful plant that had this fragrance and these properties. This, you know, all these things in it, and he just in that moment, received it and absorbed it, which is so incredible. Um, And it just really affected me because, you know, I'm very aware with the tribes of their covenant and their condition. And so to have a, a story of him just walking in this covenant to be the son that sees, you know, all the rest of the brothers might have been smacking him as they went by. Come on, get a move on. Why are we doing all the work? But he knew he had to behold, yet he couldn't behold his inheritance. And so his tribe is the one that had no kings, no princes, um, not even daughters that married uh, kings or princes, any, anything like that, because he, he couldn't see the mystery of his inheritance. He couldn't see the mystery, what was hidden in where he was placed, and that there was provision and protection and promise in that placement. And so he rejected it. And because of that, you know, and just understanding his covenant was to help all the other tribes see 
the mystery of their inheritance. What was in it, what was hidden that they couldn't see yet. But instead, he rejected his own and his own inheritance got distributed among the rest of the tribes. So in a way, he fulfilled the covenant because they ended up with more, you know, but that wasn't who he was, you know, and and so all of these ways he was going to be a steward of these other tribes and pour into them and help them see what they had been given, what was true, he rejected it. And so through that, yesterday morning, Papa was talking to me. I just had been exploring this, um, getting ready to write some things about it. And so one of the ways that Tammuz is also described is an abundance of light. Now, if you're walking in the light fully, more light is a gift, you know, because you know how to receive it. And it isn't the heat, you know, that the heat's not taking you out. You're, you're delving into the mysteries of all the things you haven't seen before. But if you're not fully walking in the light, then that abundance doesn't feel like a gift. And so one of the things he said is if you're blinded by the light, that's its own darkness because there's this fullness of light, but you still can't see. And that was kind of Reuben, like the light would have come to him first so that he could help, like he was trusted as a steward of it so he could help the other tribes see their inheritance, see the provision of it, the protection, the, you know, all those things of where they were placed, but instead he was blinded, you know, he kept it to himself, <laughs> and there's Jack, um, <laughs> we, we got a late start, so we didn't beat the, the workers that were coming, so Jack is now greeting them, um, anyway, <laughs> try to finish now, but, um, Anyway, that was his, that was what he was entrusted with, this abundance of light to help all the other tribes see, but it isn't what he chose. And so, um, I don't know, I've just been really taking that to heart. Am I going to be blinded by the light? Um, or am I going to, am I going to wield that light in a way that, that I can see the mysteries of right where we are right now? It can feel very intense when the heat is there, when it's a time of purifying and revealing and all of those things, yet it's a gift. And so, yeah. So I'm going to say bye alone now because Pa had to go calm Jack down. And anyway, so we love you and we'll talk to you again next week.